Hello and welcome back to West Bank Bible Church Podcast. I'm here with my cohort, Pastor Merritt. And today, in honor of his age, we'll be doing the Doctrine of Lazarus. Uh, But before we begin, as is our custom, let's remember 1 John 1, 9, as may or may not be necessary. Father, we're grateful for the privilege of being able to come together to study your word. Guide and direct us as we do want to study to show ourselves approved unto you, workmen who need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. There are two men called Lazarus in the Bible. The first, Lazarus, is the subject of a story told by Jesus. This Lazarus was very poor, probably homeless, and definitely a beggar. Luke chapter 16, verse 21 reads, And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores. He often stayed at the gate of a rich man in hopes of getting scraps from his table. Both men died, and Jesus tells of how Lazarus was taken to Abraham's side, a place of comfort and rest, while the rich man went to Hades, a place of conscious torment. Luke chapter 16, for example, verse 22 and 23 read, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried and was in hell. He lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Some, excuse me, some Bible scholars believe that Jesus was telling a parable, that is to say, a fictional story, not meant to be a literal account. However, Jesus usually actual names in the story. He does not interpret the story, and neither does he add a moral to the end. He lets the story stand for itself. And let me repeat that. Jesus actually names in his story. He does not interpret the story and neither does he add a moral. He lets the story stand for itself. And I'll let you see how that works out by looking at Luke chapter 16, verse 19 through verse 25. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. 
And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And the rich man cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Now verse 25, But the man Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you receiveth the good things, and likewise Lazarus the evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And if you go to our website and look at westbankbiblechurch.com, you'll see some, well, a great chart entitled The Compartments of Hades, where you'll see the new paradise in third heaven and the ultimate kingdom in the millennium. And then you'll see Hades with two compartments, a duplex, separated by a great gulf and the torment side. So you have the paradise or Abraham's bosom and you have the torment side. And then it shows a trip from the torment side to the great white throne. And it also shows the lake of fire, prophet to Hannah, and the second death, where the second, the second death, if you will, of the great white throne will take place. But I'll leave that to you to go and take a look at that chart. It's very useful in this story. Now let's go from verse 25 to verse 26. Luke chapter 16, reading through verse 30. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us, that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him, send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, they have Moses 
and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. In verse 31, And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though someone rose from the dead. And then we have another chart, again going back to the, to uh, our website entitled The Compartments of Hades. And it shows a very interesting chart, and I would recommend it to you where you can actually see Hades and Sheol, Tartarus, the Great White Throne, the Lake of Fire, Hell, Tophet, Gehenna, and the Second Death. Now let's go to point 1.4. Because of the details, the story of Lazarus and the rich man could be a true account relating the actual fates of Lazarus and the unbelieving rich man. Either way, Jesus' teaching on the reality of heaven and hell is clear. The Lazarus in Jesus' story does not appear anywhere else in the Bible. And we do not know when on the timeline or if he was a real person. John 11, 1 shed some light. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany the town of Mary and sister of Martha. And that's located just west of Jerusalem, not far. But traveling west, you move from Jerusalem to Bethany. The second Lazarus was called Lazarus of Bethany. He was the brother of Mary and Martha. These three siblings were friends and the disciples of Jesus, and they were people Jesus loved. John eleven five. Now Jesus loved Martha, her sister Mary, and their brother Lazarus. An urgent message came from Bethany to Jesus. His friend Lazarus had become ill. Mary and Martha wanted Jesus to come and heal him, for he was near death. And then we have an interesting chart on page four of our lesson plan, entitled Towns Associated with Jesus' Ministry. And you can see the Sea of Galilee and uh, certainly Bethany, uh, should you choose. Jesus then puzzled his friends and disciples. He started by saying that the illness would not lead to death. Rather, it would be for God's glory. Keep in mind, Jesus had to leave Judea for fear of being stoned and thus die before his time. 
John 10, 38 and 39. But if I do the things God would have for me to do, even though you do not believe me, rather the miracles that you know and understand, the Father is in me and I in the Father. John 10, 39. And they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Jesus continued two days in seclusion before suggesting a return trip to Judea where Lazarus was. It was also in Judea where Jesus' enemies had also recently tried to stone him. John 11, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And then I'm going to turn it over to David. Here we go, verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, he was sick, he abode two days, still in the same place he was. Verse 7 and 8. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? All right, David. Be a 2.3. The uh, outline with these charts and map will be attached to the podcast if you go to Buzzsprout and some of the others, or you can go to the categorical studies section of the website and pick them up there. 2.3. During Jesus' delay, Lazarus died. But Jesus referred to Lazarus as asleep and told the disciples he was going to wake him. That's from John 11.11. The disciples responded, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Clearly thinking of physical sleep. And that's 12. And those two verses read, These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go. Then I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Then Jesus told them plainly that Lazarus had died, but they were still going to see him. John eleven fourteen. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Thomas perfectly expresses the disciples' confused frustration by saying, Let us also go, that we may die with him. He saw that Jesus was resolute, but knew the dangers of such a trip. John chapter 11 verse 8. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago the Jews tried to stone you. And yet you are going back there? But when they arrived at Lazarus' home in Bethany, they found Mary and Martha grief-stricken. They had buried their brother four days earlier. Jesus had not come to help. They were confused and frustrated, but their faith in Jesus was intact. That's from John chapter eleven, seventeen through thirty-six. Two point seven. Everything became clear. When Jesus did the unexpected, he went to Lazarus' tomb 
and raised him from the dead. The entire episode of Lazarus' sickness, death, and resurrection worked toward giving glory to God and increasing the faith of Jesus' followers, just as Jesus had said when he heard of Lazarus' illness. Just before he raised Lazarus, Jesus prayed, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. And that's from John chapter 11, verse 41 and 2. 2.9, Jesus' prayer was answers. Lazarus came back to life, and many of the Jews had who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. 11.45 When Jesus called to Lazarus, Lazarus emerged from the tomb, not a zombie or half dead or undead, but fully alive and well. Such is the power of Christ. Scripture never records what Lazarus experienced during his four days in the tomb. David, that had to be exciting. <laughs> Wait, you're sending me back? <laughs> After Lazarus was raised from the dead, the chief priests and Pharisees plotted to kill him because so many witnesses to the miracle believed in Jesus. The enemies of Christ couldn't deny the miracle. The next best thing, in their view, was to destroy the evidence. In this case, the evidence was a <coughs> excuse me living, breathing person, but they couldn't stop the truth from spreading. Some scripture with comment. John 11, chapter 1 and 2. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Background. John chapter 12, verses 3 through 11. Then Mary took a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Then he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Then Jesus said, let her alone against the day of my burying has she kept this. For the poor always ye have with you. But me ye have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there. And they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. I believe I'd have gone too then. I'd have seen it. Amen. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death, because that by reason of him many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. I should say so. <laughs> kind of hard to ignore that one. Yes, amen. Jesus hears the news. John chapter 11, verse 3 through 10. Therefore, 
his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that saith to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. The disciples react. John chapter 11, verse 11 through 16. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go, that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking of rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. So you can see where the confusion comes from for them. Absolutely. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Pastor Merrick, you ready to take over? I'm ready. I want to know what he was doing when he was up there. Was he dancing with his King David? Or was he listening to old Abraham preach and then took a little snooze? Yeah, both sound, or all three sound like a pretty nice time. Yeah. All right, Jesus arrives then. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid him in the grave. Now Bethany was near, near unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs long. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary. Jerusalem was a very big town and very close to Bethany. So uh, he drew a crowd, and he knew how to draw. Uh, excuse me, he knew how to draw a crowd. All right, let's go to verse nineteen again. All right, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went out and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. She had chores to do. Mm -hmm. She couldn't be bothered, apparently. Aren't you? I might have been a little aggravated, it sounds yeah. like, though. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Ho, ho, ho. All right. So he, Martha reacts. But I know 
that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother still shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Yeah, poor old Martha, she still didn't understand David. Mm -hmm. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this? I often use this in my funerals, or I used to. She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, which come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. Well, Martha called Mary. Mary! As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out and followed, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary had come, where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother would have not died. She still didn't understand, David. Mm -mm. And a crowd arrived. I could just see that crowd. John 11, beginning in verse 33. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. And here's the shortest verse in the Bible. We used to do this when we were in Sunday school and so forth. Shortest verse, Jesus wept. Took you a week or two to memorize it, but you finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> you needn't tell that on me. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blonde, blind, 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 opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. Actually, it was a cave, and a stone had been laid in front of it. And Martha doubts. Verse 39 and 40. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha, 
the sister of him that was dead. Lord, by this time, he stinketh, for he saith, he's been in the grave four days. That's Mary speaking. Jesus said unto her, said I not, this is two sisters, David, mm -hmm. said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou wouldest see the glory of God. Now verse 41 and 42 and 43, the stone is going to be removed away. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he does come forth, David. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave cloths, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto him, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did, believed on him, glory be. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees, uh-oh, went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. What do you think Lazarus was doing? I've often wondered about this, Dave. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, Lazarus no doubt was thinking. What do you think the disciples were thinking? And what do you think Mary and Martha were thinking? We'll never know till we get to heaven. But we do know something. Yeah, because some of them are going to be outspoken. We know what the Pharisees were thinking. <sighs> Those old mean Pharisees. Legalist David. Verse 47 of chapter 11. Then the chief priest and the Pharisees called a meeting of the Sanhedrin. What are we accomplishing, they ask. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's about us. What are we accomplishing? <laughs> yeah. Here is this man performing many miraculous signs. If we let him go, well, if we let him go like this, everyone, they're going to believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Then one of them named Caiaphas. Oh, he was a dude. Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, spoke up. You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one, this one has puzzled, by the way, David, this mm -hmm. phrase has puzzled many people. 
you do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation. So he thought, aha, here is a way I can show them I knew all about this before it happened. I wonder, this is conjecture on my part, but I wonder if you might not have thought this. Now let's go to verse 52. And not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God to bring them together and make them one. So from that day on, they plotted to take his life. And you can see that wonderful chart. King of kings and Lord of lords. And you can see him on the cross. Again, our website. All right, here we go with Matthew 27, 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent, torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth did quake. And the rocks again split, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. And then we close this lesson with two verses. And came out of the grave after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appealed unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done. They feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Very good. That'll finish us up for today. We look forward to seeing you again next week. We enjoyed presenting to you today. As you can tell, and Pastor Mary's starting to feel a little better, which makes me feel better. Uh, if there's anyone out there within the sound of our voice, without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, it's real easy. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Uh, Pastor Mary, could you close us? Surely. It was a pleasure seeing a miracle like this. I've often wondered about what old uh, Lazarus was doing down there in the grave. Not that it's any of my business, but uh, I've always been curious about that. I know it was fun and uh, very pleasing, no doubt. But by the same token, it's a marvelous story. And certainly that includes the relationship between the two sisters. You can see a family affair. <laughs> All right, David, how about a benediction? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us this lesson to present. We hope presented, we presented it in a way that makes it whole for those that were able to be here with us. We thank you for all your many blessings. We look forward to our time once we get to heaven 
Even that short little trip Lazarus had, that had to be glorious. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And until next time, so long.